can listen to us. If you want, if you want just if you want to pull out an ad on a show, just you know, email us at the councilcast. Councilcast at gmail.com. Is that what it is? That's really what it is. Wow. Or submit a Patreon. Is it Councilcast or the Councilcast? I think it's just Councilcast. Let's start a Patreon page. Dot JP. Uh, anyway, welcome to Councilcast. This is episode 49 oh, being man. recorded on July 24th, 2018. The council is now in session and is with every week. We'll make arbitrary decisions about topics on science, technology, and random shit with little background and next to no expertise. All of our decisions are final and have no bearing on anything whatsoever. Yes. Um, so I know this is only episode 49, but I'm learning that it's good to plan ahead, like way ahead. So <laughs> what are we going to do for episode 100? 100. No, 100. 100. Not quite that far, but 100. Episode 100, I think, should be a live show. We should rent out. A- Whoa, oh, oh, I see. I was like, we we do this live, Silas. Well, I mean, like live in front of a live audience, live. Like we'll have be in the same studio. We should save up a shitload of cash. Yeah. You know what? When I sell my house, I will rent out Hilton for the day. Yeah. I think it costs about ten thousand dollars. Okay. We've definitely made oh that. Oh my much god, fun. that would yeah. be ridiculous. Be we could also get a bunch of guests, uh, guests to come on board, celebrity guests. Oh yeah, celebrity guests. We could probably have Elon. I mean, we have a whole segment for. There's like we do. Boom. Home fingers at the entrance. It's like one. It doesn't say council cast. There's 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 a uh, foam fingers for each of us, and the people get to choose which foam fingers they want to have. It's like Silas oh, or Matt nice. or Blay. I love that. Yeah, that'd be great. And we should have foam fingers for all the other people who don't show up, but weekly to the podcast. No, no, no. They, they don't get foam fingers. Well, we they get there are foam fingers, but like no one will know who they are. And so then we'd be like, they'd be like, wait, Anthony's just has a pumpkin on it. Yeah, who's Anthony? This is a pumpkin. And but and then we'll be like, whoever holds up the finger gets to be the new Anthony, and they just automatically get invited onto the show. I do like the idea of a. I, I feel this is going the way of very Eric Andre for the live. Uh, <laughs> you know, have you ever watched Eric Andre's thing? Uh, oh, Eric Andre, the the giant. No, not that's different. <laughs> like of. Of Tim and Eric, like the, the, and talk, the talk show guy that has people on, and like, you know, he'll be he like naked and, and smash his drywall desk or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he has a drywall desk. It's made out of like drywall to be really soft and stuff, so he gets. So can just smash yet. it. Oh, That's and like, it there's one time, there's an episode where he rips the top off the desk, and like the rest of it falls away, and inside is like smaller versions of the people that are at like like you know like little people versions of the people that are currently there at the episode so like it's like a miniature they're being interviewed inside the desk that's amazing that was pretty amazing yes so i think a live show definitely like a live in front of an audience and i think all five of our listeners when you're i like that you're listening right now and we'd love for all of you to come we'll rent out the hilton we're not going to um, do that. We don't have that kind of money. Okay. Well, we'll rent out like. Well, we might buy episode. We'll, we'll rent out a hotel room at the Hilton. I mean, I mean it will be, be really nepotistic, you and you guys can rent out my basement. Okay. Perfect. And you get a cut. We get a cut of the money that we pay you? <laughs> hey, that sounds like a great deal. I think it is a discount. We'll split it three ways. I like it. <laughs> Everybody pays in, and you'll make thirty-three percent at the end. <laughs> but the the cash has to be exchanged, or it doesn't count. 
<laughs> we'll actually Miles. put the cash on the desk in front of us during the podcast, so okay. everybody knows. It, that it like, I'll pay. I'll pay you, Blaine, and Blaine, you pay Matt, and Matt pays me. Perfect. I think that makes sense. I think that. I think we figured it out. Done. Speaking of figuring things out. <clears throat> That's, I didn't know where to go from there because I didn't know the first time. I'm not sure where you were headed either. Um, figuring things out, maybe we went back to the future. and uh, That's how we figured it out. And that's how we figured it out that we are going to be at 100 episodes pretty soon. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's only... In well, how did we get back 51, to the future? 51 more episodes. How did maybe, we get back to the future? Maybe whoever came back to steal this plutonium is us 50 episodes from now. Segway oh, man. Nice. I mean, it's possible. I mean, Shit. I think this is this sounds like it's straight out of Back to the Future. Uh, the Department of Energy lost some plutonium just, you know, in their car. They lost it. Seems Ooh, like, it. like is it under one of the seat cushions or something? You know, is is this worse or better than uh, in so in Minot, North Dakota? There was uh, a fifty. I think it was a no. It was a machine gun went missing. And uh, that's also the same place. That, uh, either it was either one or two. Two grenades also went missing. I mean, I would say I this mean, is probably worse than that. Okay. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, the machine gun was found. I don't. My sister sent me that message. I don't remember exactly what the deal was, though. What would an average person do with plutonium? Like, what would I do with plutonium? Sell I mean, it. You could sell it. They, they did say it, they lost apparently one pound of plutonium in forty-five pounds of highly enriched uranium, which is apparently enough material to make five nuclear bombs. Oh my goodness! <laughs> of what yield? I know it matters. Uh, Comparable energy to those used in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, so I mean, small ones. Word. I mean, relative to the stuff we can make now, those are pretty small. Well, yeah. what if they just made one big one out of all, rather than five of them? I mean, uh, sure. Bada big boom. <laughs> bada big boom. Big, big bada boom. Boom. I mean, I, I wonder, you know, they talk about how this got stolen and apparently it just got somebody smashed this car window and took the plutonium and I wonder if they just You think you think they just took it not knowing what it was? That's yes. what I'm wondering. Or was this a straight up state level hit? I don't know. I mean I think either is amazing in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna write the movie about that. Oh, I was just gonna say this would be a great movie starring like you know Jonah Hill and someone else, except they're they're the ones that lost it and they gotta get it back. Oh, like, 20, 24 Jump Street. Can we put The Rock in this movie? <laughs> this is the plot for Twenty Four Jump Street. <laughs> it's like, they're, they're the cops that see it get taken or some shit. They were hired. They were hired to transport it and they fuck up. But but they have to get it back because oh, yeah, they they're not to like redeem themselves and like they'll get they'll get awards from the president and stuff for oh, basically yeah. screwing up and then rectifying <laughs> their screw up. I mean, do they also need it to go back to the future? Is that part of it too? That that'll be twenty five Jump Street. Twenty five. <laughs> uh, I think How this many is Jump Streets. Are there? 
There are only two right now. I, they're not making any more. I don't think they'll make any more because like the end of 23 Jumps, yeah, 23 Jump Street was them like spoofing on the fact that they- You mean 22? Did they make, did they make three? Oh, uh, no, 21, 22, you're right. At the end of 22, they started like, just like doing all these movie posters, like during the credits for 23, 24, uh, 47, 95, <laughs> like just a long slew yeah, of ridiculous titles. I haven't even titles. seen the second one. I really liked the first one. I saw the second one in Spanish on a bus in Mexico. Oi. It was Boy, not yeah. as confusing as I thought it was going to be, but I definitely missed some jokes. Anyway. Apparently they are making a 23 Jump Street, by the way. <laughs> nice. Well, then the, ours is the plot of 24 Jump Street, obviously. obviously. We, have obviously. To, we have to submit the script. It's yet to be written. Well, you know, I'm going to give these guys a thumbs down for putting our country at risk, but thumbs up for creating an amazing plot line for 24 Jump Street. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm right there as well. I think it's terrifying that it was stolen. Although I, it does probably, uh, it's it's probably highly likely that somebody was just stealing shit and didn't know what the fuck. Yeah. They were after so. I, I don't know if that's scarier or not than somebody yeah, who I don't picked know. it up knowing what it was because now that just means some plutonium and uranium is just hanging around somewhere. Like, I'm is it? Sure, it's fine. I if mean, it's just hanging out, like, what is it going to, like, can well, it, it explode it, on its own? No, but on its own, plutonium is carcinogenic, so, you know, it's going to give you cancer. But, like, only in the media area. If they take it out of the thing, if they take it out of it, and they're like, hey, let's play with this. I mean, it's jelly. how clearly marked is the container? I would imagine it's got those little radi radiology I mean, symbols. You know how dumb people are. Or radi yep. Radioactive symbols all over. I do know how dumb people are. Yeah, the I mean, people are probably like, oh man, whatever's in here is recyclable. <laughs> I mean, what if a kid picked it up? They don't know what it yeah. means. Yeah. I give them a thumbs down for being pretty dumb. Yeah. The people who lost it and the people who stole it. it to both of them, exactly. Yes. Yeah, I assume they weren't supposed to leave that sucker in the car. Uh, I I don't know. You would think that would be something you know you would probably want to like sleep with. They um, yeah, maybe maybe the motel had a no uranium policy. Yeah, they uh, it, when they were building the first atomic bomb at Iowa State or doing the research for it, <laughs> they, definitely wasn't built. At Iowa they. State. Um, they would, I'm, I don't know I'm doing this, they would handcuff their hand to the briefcase carrying those elements across campus. You know, so that, they just they just demolished Nuke, like, within the last couple of years. They demolished that building, finally. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where the some of the computer engineering office stuff oh, was. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> they, they, I think they knocked it down. Isn't that where they built the new chemical building? Uh, I don't remember. You mean what's the new chemical building like the replacement for? I don't uh, know. What was the chemistry building? No, not a replacement for that building. Though. What's the name of that building? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. Help me. <laughs> um, I can't remember the name of that building. Are you gonna look it up now? Check it out. Yeah. Let us know. Figure it out. Hot.
This Dylan, color X-ray looks Dylan, pretty cool. Yep. Well, you know what they could probably do with the leftover plutonium <laughs> is probably develop color X-rays. I, I wonder if these stories are linked together. Somebody lost the plutonium, and then somebody invented color X-rays. I'm no, just overnight. A pure happenstance. The... <laughs> I think you're probably right. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm curious how good this actually is. Like the video shows it looks pretty cool, but I know some people who could design that in After Effects, <laughs> and you know, just they could just be BSing us 100%. I mean, I, I I think it's kind of a cool idea. I'm just not really sure. I mean, is color X-rays really necessary? Um, 3D X-rays would be super necessary. I mean, I color guess part, part of it, color. Well, you know, TV was in color 50 years ago. Wait a minute. Isn't a 3D x-ray just a CAT scan? Um, more or less? I thought, or an MRI. Uh, CAT scan's more 3D, I think, than MRI, isn't it? I have no idea. But these are high-resolution images, and still those things are kind of like, uh, I think that's the pancreas. And they're like, sorry, that's your liver. <laughs> It's easy to get those two confused, so I don't know why I gave that as an example. But. I want to know how the heck did they figure out the color, though, like of something inside of me? How do they know what that color is? I don't know. I mean, they just color it after the fact. Think about LiDAR, though, about the way that they're able to use LiDAR to scan and find buildings and, and, and depth that way. But is that doing color? I mean, yeah, it's a full 3D. LiDAR is full 3D color also. It's probably just LiDAR. It's probably just LiDAR. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm totally for the idea of being able to accurately diagnose things better. And yeah. if color helps doctors diagnose things better, cool. Let's give them color 3D scanners. It's just something else that insurance is going to bill out the wazoo. Well, you didn't really need that color 3D X-ray in full HD. Yeah, that costs four thousand dollars to have made. You can have it exported as at, at 4K 3D, and you don't even have to wear glasses because we have 4K 3D screens telling you what what, what that your femur's broken. Like. <laughs> So this is pretty cool. They do say that apparently it uses particle tracking technology, which was developed for the Large Hadron Collider. Oh, really? So that's pretty cool. I mean, that must mean that it's better. So how how do they fit the whole Hydron in the hospital? I, that's a good question. Hmm. Well, you have to make hospitals bigger, I guess. Must be. I mean, maybe they siphon it off. They they do it through black holes. They create a black hole that sucks your body inside of it and spits out a 3D image. Yep. That's how black holes work. This is a pretty sweet technology going on here. I, I mean, I like it a lot. I just wish yeah. that... The thing that always frustrates me about the medical... About advancements in medicine is that it's not advanced. It's not going to be advancements for everyone. It's going to benefit only the super, super, like this, they're not going to do, this is not going to be at every clinic. It might be at Mayo Clinic, and that's it. 
like it's going to be in three hospitals across the country. It's going to get used a handful of times. And if they really spent like rather than holding on to the rights and trying to sell it as a really rather than trying to make a ton of money off of each one, changing it to um, something that's more affordable across the board and putting it in more hospitals would mean that people could be diagnosed better. I, I just don't, I don't know. We spend so much money on the military that, you know, if the government was like, oh yeah, well let's just put these in, in hospital, like, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. It's cool. They don't talk about how much the whole thing costs, and I would like you to say I, I'm imagining that it's rather expensive. So I, I'm curious to see where, where it goes because I like the idea that you can do the 3D imaging. And oh yeah. So, I mean, more power to them, but well, too expensive. So thumbs down. Yeah, I will give it a thumbs up for for ingenuity. Think about though, if you um had Hololens hooked up to this, and then you could take. The body part out, and you can rotate it around, and you can pull the spine apart, and you could really zoom in all that 4K goodness. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Put the hollow lens on yourself after you did the scan, and you could like pull it out of your body. What if you could use the hollow lens to fix the broken bone? Yes. That is what. With lidar. With lidar, that's what I want to. Uh, that's what I want to see. This is a you lot better than that Skellagrove yeah. from Harry Potter. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Skellagrove? Yeah. Like, like, Where was it? What episode was that? Harry Potter? Didn't was have it? episodes. The book? Is, it, is, that, is that where they grew the skeleton, or is that after they turned, got rid of person's skeleton? Especially for Nancy Cameron. I don't know. And whether or not that could be you guys. But. Get off the phone. Thanks. Jeez. Yeah. Thank you. I thought, I thought I was supposed to get up here. No, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> it was an oversight. Well, yeah, I'm still giving it a thumbs up. Oh yeah, thumbs up. So if if you thought that buying a new X-ray machine to do things is expensive, maybe uh, buying your ticket to go to space isn't so expensive. No, this is pretty affordable compared to that 4K 3D X-ray machine. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, you can. Blue Origin has said that they are going to start their man well, flight, uh, costing about 200k per ticket. Nice. So if you want to go to space, you can do it now, I guess. How long? How long does it take? Like, how long does the flight? Like, like is it like a 30 second? Like you get up there, you fly around for fifteen minutes, and you're like, "Woo, hot damn! That was fun." Two hundred thousand. Um, I don't think it's it's more than thirty seconds, but I don't think it's more than thirty oh, minutes. Engaged. No, not worth it. I mean, just, just wait for that cost to come down. Hundred thousand, then I'll do it. I'll let you read between the lines of my words. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Maybe you should pay 200k to go on a space flight now. You know, I think it'd be fun. 
Are you? Okay. Does it require? Yeah. Like, does it create zero gravity? Like all that good stuff? We're gonna yeah. email us it's supposed to. So the idea being that it goes up into low Earth orbit. Uh, what they say about 62 miles above the surface and <laughs> enough where you can kind of hopefully strap back in before you come back to Earth. I would assume. Oh man, I hope they have some barf bags. <laughs> now those those cost extra. Probably. <laughs> I hope that there's like an in-flight movie or something. Here, I'm in outer space and I'm like wanting to watch a movie. Well, you look out the window and you're like, yeah. I can't cool. really see anything. How's Rudy doing? I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Rudy in a long time. I don't think it's worth those ones up at the top. I'm in the back of the flight. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. The pilot's like, shut up. I, I give it a thumbs up because I think it's pretty cool. I'd like to go to space. I just don't want to pay $200,000 to do it. Thumbs up. I've got to find my 200 bones. I mean, maybe it'll be cheaper if they started launching from Scotland instead. I mean, certainly would be more exciting, I think. There are a lot of exciting things in Scotland, aren't there? There are, and and the UK now wants to build the first their first spaceport in Scotland. Well, it's a good place to do it from. It's closer to the top of the globe, so it's actually closer to outer space. That makes sense. I believe that. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how space works. <laughs> it is. You're just, you're dumb. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, then we should probably build the next spaceport on top of Mount Everest. That is a good option. How do you, how do you get the rocket up there? Oh, you fly it up there. You fly it up there, duh. <laughs> you know, could you, could you do it's me the few? Rocket. I'm going to have Everest, Everest to space. I'm going to have, I'm going to have Anthony do me the, uh, or you do the, uh, costs on how much less fuel you'd have to use from 30,000 feet rather than launching at sea level. Is that, Would it be substantial? Probably not. <laughs> really? I mean, to, to, to Silas's question is how much is it going to cost you to get the damn rocket to 30,000 feet? We're excluding that part. I went to school for a couple of hours and then I got back. Yeah, I think it would cost a lot less. Basically, you know? my question is: Is does yeah, being able to launch from thirty thousand feet higher up make that much difference in the total fuel cost to put something into, uh, I don't know, any any given orbit? So, I mean, it might save you some actually, because typically, well, I just looked up the max Q altitude, and typical max Q well, altitude is forty-five thousand feet. So I mean, I guess you're actually at about thirty thousand. You're almost you're over halfway there, but I don't know if your max is change. Oh yeah, I've already seen of the of this season. I've already seen two. Silas needs to mute himself so badly. Hilarious. Wait, is it my bowl or is it Kayla? It's Kayla. Amazing. So anyway, uh, re remind the the our, our esteemed viewers what max Q is. I mean, I already know, but they they should know as well. Ma max Q would be the point where your spacecraft is under the most amount of atmospheric pressure. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. 
So, I mean, I would assume that that altitude really is going to be about the same regardless of where you're starting from, because you have to deal with atmosphere, and atmosphere lessens the higher you go. Right. So, I mean, it's I, I suppose you could save some. You said max Q is like 45,000 feet? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, you could, I mean, if you want to go to even, oh, here, you make it even easier, launch from a hot air balloon. Float your hot air balloon to 45,000 feet. Now you don't have to worry about climbing to the top of Everest. With if you want to save money, just get a bunch of helium balloons. Because renting a hot air balloon is expensive. But you can buy helium balloons for pretty cheap, especially if you get them on the black market. Like I went up, did it. I'm pretty sure that guy flew around the world with a helium balloon, right? Mm-hmm. That was a thing. That was horrifying. What is the altitude of Mount Everest? It is 30,000 feet. Okay. It's like 29-something, right? Close, Close enough. Um, so, I mean, obviously, Scotland is going to have their own support, I guess. You can start launching in 2020. So. That'd be awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thumbs up for more spaceports. I'm thumbs up for more Scotland. I mean, I hope that they power the rockets with scotch so that I can drink it. They're just, yeah, they're going to, they're peat-fired rockets. <laughs> peat-fired rockets. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, yeah. We got like a long weekend over Easter. Well, that's probably why they're doing it. I mean, they have an abundance of peat right now, so they can just afford to throw it into a rocket and burn it, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the whole, the whole, it's going to make the whole country smell like smoke, I bet. Amazing. You know, what doesn't smell like smoke is a Nintendo Switch when it doesn't burn up. It's, what? It's but I'm cheap. If you wanted to, uh, Nintendo had recently been hacked. I think we talked about it on an episode a while ago, the Nintendo Switch. And uh, every, it was something that was actually inherent into the NVIDIA Tegra chips that were powering them. And it turns out that uh, Nintendo has now patched it with a hardware change to these switches. So if you still want to be able to buy a Switch that you can hack and possibly have the magic smoke come out of it, you better go buy one now because it right. won't be around much longer. Like yeah. This is weird. So then we'll have like Why do people... Five, like, four, I'm always like, how, how can I play my game better? How can I edit video faster? But I'm always curious. Why do people like go... How can I hack this so that it blows up? I mean, people are always going to do that because people like to figure out how shit works. Do they? Or do they like to figure out how to blow up stuff? I think it's more related to destruction rather than education. So I'm not super inclined to try to save it. Maybe. I don't know. We should pull. We're going to set out a poll for all of our listeners. Would you rather destroy something or learn something? Write us at councilcast.org or comment comment on the YouTube post and thumbs up if you vote yes and thumbs down if you vote no. Yeah, sure. Why not? 
Sure. Any interaction on YouTube would be great. <laughs> uh, and finally, the... Uh, mm. oh, wait, I'm going to vote on it. Oh, yeah. I like that the Nintendos are blowing up. <laughs> I, I vote thumbs down. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. Yeah, there you go. I mean, by their definition, it was broke, so they fixed it. <laughs> not my definition of broke. <laughs> Hashtag not uh, my broke. You know what's not broke is uh, apparently the full Adobe suite coming to the iPad. Um, I actually put this on here because I know Silas had talked about using Adobe and Photoshop. And apparently they're going to actually create a full version and see if he would actually want to use it on an iPad or not. Oh my. Yeah, they're, they're sending it over for us to test out for next episode. So I'll have to let you guys know. Thanks to our sponsor, Adobe Photoshop. <laughs> Who is not a sponsor. <laughs> no. Thanks to our sponsor, not Adobe. Um, it's the full suite or just Photoshop? Photoshop. Um, just Photoshop, but they're apparently saying that it's going to be able to be the full version. And I'm you know, not 100% sure how they yeah. can do that. That makes sense to me that they would try to do that because um, of the new Apple Pen, Apple Pencil or whatever they're calling it. That's been out for like three years. Right. But they are finally confident enough that it can work. And a lot of people have been using it for Lightroom. There's like... Um, a full version of Lightroom that you can use on your iPad, and so a lot of people will edit on their their iPad with the with the pencil, and I could see that being really 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 useful with a full version of Photoshop. They already have a mobile version of Photoshop that is pretty good. If you're looking to do simple things, like one time I was able to cut out around someone, copy it, and paste it over. And so I had two of the same person that I did on my phone. And that was not a full version. So if they're able to figure that out, they'll be able to figure out a full version. I mean, you won't be able to do massive file sizes because it just won't be able to keep up. But if you're doing simple things, you can do a full version of a Photoshop project. So, so you would say that you would actually use this product? If my wife would let me buy an iPad, I definitely would use this product. <laughs> you don't have any concerns about being slow as long as you're doing simple stuff, though? I mean, you have to go into it expecting that it's not going to be able to keep up with. I mean, I would expect, though, people are probably going to jump into it saying, oh, look, it's the full version, and then be pissed because it can't do what they want it to do. Right, but people also steal uranium out of the back of trucks, so... You can't trust them. No, I think it's a good step forward because there are times that working on a Photoshop project yeah. while you're traveling for business or something. Mm. So you're flying, you want to do it, you're riding in the car, you're taking public transportation, you want to be able to edit. Well, I think and Photoshop is so much about, about using the pen so to be able to... Numbers, uh, people will buy uh, Wacom tablets. I know Hook it up to the computer. True. And do that. So this is just cutting out the middleman. So my only question is, how do you get your files, how do you get your photos to and from the iPad? Um, Can you plug a computer or your camera into iPads now? Is that a thing? 
Do you have to get your pictures from iCloud? Do you have to plug the iPad into your desktop? That doesn't have to be every shit. I don't know. What are you doing, Matt? Like maybe Being abducted. That's incredible. Yeah, no, you have to. So with Photoshop, you need to take, well, they also have inside the Adobe Creative Suite a plugin that is the their own cloud version. So he's really okay most of the time. That's their own internal cloud storage. So you can yeah. take a picture with your phone, upload it to their Adobe Cloud. You could go right into this. You could pull assets in from Adobe Cloud. Oh, okay. So you're working on something on your desktop, you save it to Adobe Cloud, go to your iPad, continue working on it, save it. It just goes back up there. Just goes yeah, it just goes right back up there. So I mean they they've thought about a lot of it, but yeah, I mean the big thing is are you going to be able to do full, real, big projects? I'm so excited to visit. And gotcha. no is the answer. Like, you are not going to be able to, like, I recently was working on 360 photos that were um, taken with a 42 megapixel camera. And I had like, seven, two, three, four, like five or six photos. That were each 42 megapixels yeah. and just massive images that I had stitched together. And I'm not a I'm not perfect with Photoshop, but it said that the file size was too large for me to save. I would stitch it together. I would do all of my edits. I would go to try and save the Photoshop file, and would say, "Sorry, this file is too large. You can't do this." So I would have to export that photo, and if I wanted to change anything on it, then later yeah, I had to go. I had to go, I just went did an edit off of the exported version, which means that there was some quality loss, but it was such a massive photo to begin with that it wasn't that much of quality loss. So. I mean, I, I think it's a good idea to that point, knowing that you can sync stuff through the cloud. I mean, I can imagine a lot of photographers probably using this where they go shoot a whole bunch of pictures, drop them onto their computers, sync them up to the cloud, do some and then maybe they're out and about with the client or something, showing them like, pictures, and they can just do some touch ups or something like that. While right, there. exactly. So. Just some basic. Huh. Well, I, I, I would give so thumbs like, up. I think that sounds pretty cool, actually. This is gonna be my nice job, Photoshop. Yeah. Now, if only they can make it cheaper. First of all, it's ginormous. Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Definitely not. It's probably going to go up if you ha if they add this so to the version. It's already like 50 bucks a month. But yeah. It's expensive, but you know, that's okay. That's what we're here to do as the council. Mm -hmm. make this so, you know. We did a good job of that today. With that, we're going to call this council meeting adjourned. And if you like what and want to check out uh, all of our past episodes, you can go to thecouncilcast.org or check out all of our previous episodes on your favorite podcatcher. We also record it live on YouTube. And if you want to find the iTunes, go to iTunes. They're there. <laughs> go enjoy them. <laughs> if you have a topic you'd like the council's decision on, you can email us at thecouncilcast at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at thecouncilcast or on Facebook by searching for the Council Cast. Thanks for listening, and goodbye.
Que bem. Que bem.